Hi, I'm Don Cameron. And I'm Kat Lovericks. We are your co-hosts for an intellectual property law podcast series brought to you by Breskin and Parr LLP. You can find our episodes at breskinparr.com slash podcasts. And there you can access all the episodes and additional information on each topic. Um, so today we'll be talking about uh, breaking the Quebec language law barrier. Uh, so many of uh, our listeners may be familiar with some laws surrounding um, French translation and language issues uh, in Canada. There are many layers uh, in Quebec. There's the Charter of the French Language. There are also rules for packaging and labeling. Today we'll focus squarely on French signage and changes to uh, the Charter of the French Language specifically the regulations um, that introduce a requirement to translate certain material on signage. We're joined by Francois Larose from our Montreal office. Francois' practice is uh, involved in not only trademark, but copyright, licensing, and related agreements. And he also provides regulatory advice on today's topic, French language laws. So Francois, there's nobody better to speak to about French language laws and complying with them uh, than you, in my humble opinion. Um, so in the in recent years, there have been a number of headlines related to changes to the Charter of the French Language relating to trademarks. Can you remind me uh, and our audience of what those changes have been? Yes, thank you for the introduction, Kat. Um, so the changes are, just to be clear, they're not made to the Charter of the French Language per se, but they're made to the regulations on the language of commerce. So it's easier for the government to make changes to the regulations than the charter itself. So on November 24th, 2016, uh, changes came, came into force. Uh, there's a three-year grace period that will end on November uh, 24th, 2019 for existing businesses. So these changes, they relate to the use of trademarks on storefront signage. So first, you need to have a non-French trademark and it's only relating to storefront signage. So if a business in Quebec is uh, you know, showing a trademark on its uh, storefront signage and the trademark is not in French, then there needs to be a sufficient presence of French somewhere on the storefront. And by uh, storefront signage, I'm, it's uh, either the exterior of a building, uh, it can be the exterior of a store inside a shopping mall, or it can be uh, you know, a sign on a post outside of a building. So what are companies doing to comply with that? What are you seeing appear on signage? So, so basically, you have a trademark that is not in French, and that's perfectly acceptable under the Charter of the French Language and their regulations. Uh, however, the new uh, amendments require the sufficient presence of French. For example, you can add a generic, a generic word or an expression. Uh, let me, I'll give you some examples. So if you have Snowy for an ice cream bar, uh, so Snowy is the trademark, you can add as a sufficient presence of French crème glacée, which is French for ice cream. You can also add a descriptiveness, a descriptive element of the goods and services. So you can have like comptoir à crème glacée, ice cream bar. You can add a slogan. Uh, for example, uh, you can have uh, la crème glacée la plus chaleureuse au nord du 49e parallèle, which would be French for the warm, warmest ice cream north of the 49th parallel. <laughs> uh, or you could have uh, also uh, other information that is useful to consumers. For example, if it's organic ice cream or vegan ice cream, you can have you know, crème glacée bio, crème glacée sans produits laitiers. So that kind of information in French added on the storefront would make uh, the business comply with these new regulations. 
So if you're if you're a business operator in Quebec and you have storefront signage, are there any technicalities you need to take into account? Yes, yes, it's a good question. So if, um, for example, if your if the trademarks is visible for uh, at least one meter away from the storefront, then the French language text must also be visible at least one meter away from the storefront. So if the trademark is really small, then it's it's not a big deal. But the French text cannot be so small that you can't read it. As well, the French text must be permanent. So you can't have, for example, a, like a precarious signage, uh, like if you just draw with chalk uh, on a board outside the, um, the business and you have the French text on that board, that's not sufficient. Um, also, the French text must be you know, readable in the same visual field as the, as the trademark. So that would mean if you're looking at the trademark and can, you can see the trademark, you must be able to see the French text without having to move from one spot to another. And also, if the trademark is lit at night, then the French text must also be lit at night. So if you take it from another point of view, that means that you don't need to have the French text next to the trademark and be anywhere on the storefront. So you know, businesses can be creative and and put text pretty much everywhere on the storefront, as long as it's as visible as the non-French trademark. Thanks, Francois. Um, so the, the charter also applies to other uses of trademarks. Is that right? Yes. Um, so maybe take a step back. The, the charter provides for um, commercial, um, commercial uses. You need to have French text on, on products packaging. You need to have French text on commercial publications. Then that includes websites. And you need to have French text on uh, public signage. Now, there are several rules with regards to each. So for packaging, you can have uh, text in another language than French. That's perfectly okay, as long as uh, the, the, the text in the other language is not uh, more permanent than the French one. And that's the same with commercial publications. So you can have a French version of a website and an English version of a website. And as long as the French version has the same features and the same amount of information, that's per perfectly fine. For public signage, which is the, the big topic of today, there's a specific rule. So French must be on the public signage. You can have text in another language, but French must be markedly predominant. So that means that French can be, that's an example provided in the regulation, uh, at least twice as large as the text in any other language. So what's interesting here is that this, the, the changes that uh, came into force uh, a little less than three years ago um, say that you can have a trademark in another language than French, can be any size, so the markedly predominant rule does not apply. But if you add French text and you decide to also add an English version or an, a version in any other language, of that French text, then the market, markedly predominant rule uh, kicks in. So the uh, let's go back to the example. We have snowy, uh, and you write underneath uh, crème glacée. If you want to also write ice cream, then the text ice cream must be uh, smaller uh, than the French uh, crème glacée. So crème glacée must be twice as large as ice cream. Thanks, Francois. So do these changes uh, affect other trademark uses or just storefront signage? It's, yes, good question. So just storefront signage. We get that question a lot. So people are asking, do I need to add other French decks on my, uh, on my labels, on my, uh, on my website? Basically, the French can be equivalent to the English version on, on, on labels, on packaging for the website. So 
no, you don't need to add the sufficient presence of French that we're talking about here um, in any other uh, manner. It's only on storefront uh, signage. How did these changes come into play? What was the impetus behind all of this? So, Catherine, you remember the Best Buy decision? I do. So, um, yeah, short summary of that decision. Um, many businesses, multinationals, have been doing business in, in Quebec for many, many years, and they've been using their uh, English-only trademarks on their storefront signage. And uh, the Quebec government never complained about that. Um, maybe 10 years ago, the Quebec government decided that uh, use of these trademarks on storefront signage was not really trademark use, but rather uh, use of company names. So um, trade names under the charter um, can have a uh, distinctive element in another language in French, but you need to add a generic element. So the government said, well, if you're using your trademark on storefront signage, it's really your trade name that you're using. And if you're using a trade name, you need to add a French generic element. And uh, so they started to ask many businesses to um, add these, uh, this generic element. Uh, many businesses complied. They decided to just go ahead and, and do the changes. But some multinationals, including uh, Best Buy, uh, Gap, and a few others uh, decided to contest that interpretation and they took the government to court asking for a declaratory judgment that uh, what they were doing was in fact in compliance with the charter and both the superior court of quebec and the quebec court of appeal agreed with those businesses um, so when they're using their trademarks on storefront signage can still be a trademark use it's not their trade names and in fact the, the court kind of give a slap on the wrist of the Quebec government for changing the, their way they were interpreting this uh, provision for years. Um, so in response, instead of going to the Supreme Court of Canada and challenge that decision again, the Quebec government decided to ch make changes to the regulations to the charter. So that's why we have these changes today. And when are these changes going to be in force? So they're already in force. They, were, they came into force on November 24, 2016. But there's a three-year grace period for existing businesses. Um, so that means if you already have a business uh, operating in Quebec and you don't comply with these rules, you have until November 24, 2019 to do so. If you have an existing business and you need to uh, you know, change your signage for whatever reason, you don't need to add French language right away. You can still wait for the um, November 24, 2019 deadline. Or if you have, uh, you know, chain of franchises uh, and you're opening a new one, you can you don't need to comply right away. But any new businesses or other new stores that open since November 24th, 2016 must comply with these rules. Uh, but however, we're already in 2019 now, so in a few months, the, um, the rules are going to be enforced for every businesses in Quebec. So there's still some time to add French language on storefront signage. Um, I'm sure most businesses are already uh, planning to do so quite quickly, if not if it's not already done. Uh, if you haven't started, if you have a, you know, a presence in Quebec and uh, you haven't started planning these changes, you should do so uh, quite quickly. Uh, so I understand there's a, an exception for trademarks, and that exception extends to when you use your trademark on packaging and websites. Um, but given this new law, it doesn't extend to um, storefront signage. Are there any other sort of tricks or, or um, caveats to that exception that 
people should keep in mind? Yeah. Um, well, for example, it's, it, well, trademarks can be exclusive, exclusively in another language. And if, it's, if that's the case, then you need to add French text. But if your trademark is the name of a person, then you don't need to add French text. Uh, if your trademark is the name of a location, then you don't need to add French text. So there are some ways to uh, you know, walk around this. If your trademark is in two languages, then these new rules don't apply because the rules are really specific. And they say that uh, they apply only if the trademark is displayed in a language other than French. So if you have also a French version, then you don't need to comply with these rules. And does your trademark have to be registered to take advantage of these exceptions? Oh, that's a very, very good question. We hear that pretty often. Uh, unfortunately, there's no clear... Well, I think, I think there is a clear answer to that is no. Uh, a trademark needs to be recognized under the Trademarks Act. And to be recognized, a trademark doesn't need to be registered. Unfortunately, the Quebec government, um, their view is that, well, it's not within their jurisdiction to determine if a trademark is recognized or not, which is, which is kind of true. But they took the position that if a trademark is registered, then they, they'll consider that it is recognized. If it's not registered, then they'll consider that it is not recognized and that it's up to the business to show that it is a recognized trademark. So practically speaking, uh, that means that if you get a complaint and you refuse to comply uh, because you say, that's a recognized trademark, I'm allowed to have the trademark only in English, for example, um, that means that the government will take you to court and you need to defend yourself uh, with penal proceedings. Uh, I mean, if you lose, there can be fines. Um, so you need to show that the trademark is recognized by showing that it's distinctive or your good in services, that it has been used in Quebec as such, blah, 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 blah. So it is, it is quite possible to make that, no, make that proof, but it's quite unfortunate that the Quebec government uh, took the, the, the stance that if it's not registered, it's not recognized because it puts you know, a heavy burden on, on businesses. So do you think that all of this results in it being far more complicated to do business in Quebec? Well, it depends on the point of view. I don't think so, um, but uh, you know, I deal with these rules quite often. Um, you know, is it more cumbersome for businesses? Of course it is, because you need to take care, take into account these regulations, as any business would have to do in any countries. Um, but you know, these rules don't require businesses to translate their trademark, which would have been really, really silly if you ask me. Um, but uh, if you do comply, well, first you need to comply, but if you, you know, go with it and uh, put some significant new uh, French text on storefront signage, it can even be good for businesses because, you know, around 25% of, of Canada's population is French speaking. And if you use French speaking, uh, if you use French to, to communicate with uh, French speaking consumers, uh, I mean, it's, it's only a good thing for, for your business because you can you know, speak directly to consumers. So from a marketing point of view, I think it makes, makes, uh, it makes good sense. Um, and although I said that they don't require businesses to translate their trademarks, you know that some businesses did translate their trademarks. Um, you know, the, the running room. Mm -hmm. So in, in, in Quebec, they're called uh, Le Coin du Courant. You know, uh, Staples? Mm -hmm. In Quebec, they're called Bureau en gros. You know, KFC? Mm -hmm. And you know, in Quebec, it's PFK. And you know, <laughs> just just translating their trademarks make them more appealable. Uh, they show that they, they care about the French-speaking population. And they get uh, no, good reviews, but not because of, just because of that, but you know, they get 
cited as examples, like I just did, uh, in, by, <laughs> in the press as well. And um, so I think it's good for businesses not to, so it's good for businesses not to resist too much, but just go with it, add French text, be creative, and uh, you might be more appealable to uh, French-speaking consumers. Well, thank you very much, Francois. I think everybody will keep an eye on that November 2019 grace period coming up, and uh, perhaps we'll reach out to you for some guidance on uh, how to navigate right, this new you. system. Merci. Um, if, you, uh, no, if anybody has any questions, of course, they could contact me or my partner, Bridget Chan, as well as Amy Dam in uh, the Montreal office of Parisian Empire. Our guest today has been Francois LaRose. Uh, Francois is a lawyer and trademark agent in the Montreal office of Breskin & Parr LLP. Information provided today in this episode should not be taken as legal advice. Francois and our other colleagues in our Montreal office, though, would be pleased to advise you. You can subscribe to our podcast by visiting breskinparr.com slash podcast. There you can access all the episodes, additional information on each topic, and stay on top of what's happening with IP in Canada. So subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. That way you'll never miss an episode. It's free and it notifies you when there's a new one. Thank you for listening to today's episode presented by Breskin & Parr LLP. A bientôt.